Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Start, Stop, Repeat. Uh, we are excited to have guests come on stage and run through this exercise for those who may not have been a part of this so far. Uh, this is a role play exercise that I use and have used for many years. Uh, usually what we want to use this with is during a call blitz. And so we can do a start, stop, repeat to start to rehearse the different sections of the call so that you get really, really comfortable with the different scenarios that might pop up uh, in your cold calls so that when you have the cold call, it's, it's fairly easy. And we're going to start with the intro once we feel really comfortable with the intro. In practice, we would actually want to go and start making some real calls, and then we would stop. We would then move into the next section of the call where there might be some challenges, do the start, stop, repeat, and then move forward. So uh, today we've got a couple of different guests lined up, uh, and we're, we'll be welcome on the stage in a second here. We'll start with the intro. We'll do the start, stop, repeat, give some feedback. And then hopefully we can get people that are pretty ready to go through their intro. We can move into the next section of the call around the purpose of the call. So uh, super excited for the show today. I think we have two or maybe three guests lined up and we will keep uh, a couple of minutes at the end, maybe 10, 15 minutes for some open Q&A as well. Uh, last time we we did that, we, uh, we had a lot of questions strolling in. So I want to reserve some time for some open Q&A as well. Uh, do we have our first guest ready to go? Bring them on stage. Here we here we go. Omar. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How you doing today, brother? Yeah, I'm pretty pretty well, bro. What about you? I'm doing well. So uh, no, no. is this your first time on the show? Do you know what we're gonna get yourself into today? <laughs> yeah, this is my second time. I was on here last week. I did pretty bad, but I won't improve. So I came on again. Here we go. So for those who are tuning in, uh, who you be in this world? Who is Omar? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so I'm a sales rep for a commercial cleaning company in London. Oh, you're Speaks back, to office brother. managers. I'm back, bro. Back, brother. <laughs> Ready okay. to learn. Office managers in London. Office manager. And yeah. uh, great. Well, let's see how you're doing today. And uh, we will get past intro, I hope. And we can move right into the body based on uh, last oh. week's session. So... You know the drill. This is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. It's Omar here. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you doing today, man? Yeah, pretty well. Thanks, Ryan. Um, I'm looking to speak to you regarding commercial cleaning, if you have a few minutes. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, so um, we work with Gatehouse Bank just next door to you guys, and we specialize in office cleaning for investment banks, private equity firms, and family offices in the city. Uh, did the cleaning for the royal family for 20 plus years uh, as well as being in business for 112 years running now hey this is ryan <laughs> hey ryan how you doing not too bad was this cool, cool uh it's omar here from mayfair uh mayfair cleaning we haven't really spoke before but wanted to get to know you a little better through phone call if that's okay what's up uh, yeah, so we work with Gatehouse Bank just next door. Wanted to introduce myself and my firm. Uh, is cleaning like a, a relevant priority for you right now? Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, working from home for the first time. It's pretty good. I'm liking it. Great. How can I help? Cool. Uh, so, Ryan, I wanted to speak to you regarding commercial cleaning, if you have a few seconds. Yeah, what's up, man? I, yeah, I came across your company online and seeing you as an investment bank. We specialize in cleaning for investment banks and private equity firms. We work with our capital for five plus years now, just a few doors down from you guys. I thought it'd be good to get in touch with you. Sure. What can I do for you? Cool. Uh, yeah, just wanted to know, like, how are you guys managing the cleaning schedule right now? Hey, this is at your Ryan. company. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Not too bad. Do uh, uh, I know you? Uh, no, it's Omar here from Mayfair Cleaning. Not really spoken to you before, but I was looking to introduce myself and my firm. How can I help? 
Uh, so we specialize in cleaning for investment banks and private equity firms in central London. Uh, we work with our capital just a few right, doors let's, down. Let's stop here. How's that feeling yeah. today? Uh, better than last week. But, I mean, obviously still not there yet. But be working. So, I'm not sure where I'm going wrong either. Like, There is no going wrong at this stage. You're just trying to repeat. Re start, stop, repeat, start, stop, repeat. We're just trying to get you through those gates. So what you're doing well is okay. you're starting your calls pretty much the same. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Fantastic. We got past that. Now as we shift into um, whatever I'm going to say, there's going to be some curveballs from here and there. You know, I might throw you off like we've okay. done before. Um, but then I want to transition. What's up? When I say what's up, how can I help you? Or, you know, what can I do you for? Why are you calling? Oh, is that um, the next stage then? We're going to shift to the, the next, stage, next stage of the conversation. Uh, so okay. what are we going to say here? We want to have that consistency and and uh, confidence piece there as well. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to say next? And I know you've got um, this ability to reference, hey, we actually uh, work with someone down the, down the hall. Maybe it's a similar building or something of that nature. So... This is where you're giving us that, that reason for the call. And I, I like that you're setting some relevance or you're dropping some names here. Um, but each time it's still a little bit different. Sometimes you're saying, you know, we're a commercial cleaning company and we got all this history. And other times you're saying, hey, I know these people down the hall. So yeah, choose one, right? And the reason yeah, why- I'm not sure which is relevant to be honest. Like, do people like to hear that, you know, we've been in business for this long and we- No one gives a shit about that. Yeah, I was about to say because no one really cares about your. No one product. cares. No one cares. So yeah. So, you know, it's good to have some clarity. Uh, good, good to have some clarity. But at this stage, what I'm thinking in my mind is like, and I just asked you, why are you calling? What's up? How can I why help are you? you? Calling? What is it? So, so yeah, why right are you calling? Not who your company is. Yeah. Why are you calling me? Okay. Why, okay. Can you help me? You know, solve my problem or go away. So we want to think about um, getting into that conversation as soon as possible. But like I said, it's, it's okay to, to use that clarity. Like, hey, by the way, you know, we work with someone down the hall. And so the reason I was calling, okay, so that's just setting some relevance for me to be like, all right, this isn't, I guess there's some, some reason for the call, but, but still, I don't care. I don't really care. It does give me, it does give me a, a foot in the door a little bit. It might. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I hate those people. I don't know. You don't know either, but it, it, it's okay. But get to the reason. Why are you calling me? And ideally, you can um, quickly identify that um, I am a person that you can help or not. Um, so we want to try to set the context there. And um, there's lots of different frameworks for that. I'm not here to, to judge your framework, but the transition phase from you got me, your intro, you got me here, we're talking. Now get to the why, the reason, the purpose, whatever. Uh, when we're in there, this is your opportunity to um, uh, tell me why you're calling. And ideally, you're aligning with, again, a problem, a pain, a threat, an opportunity. You're educating me. You're doing something to keep me interested uh, to get to that next yeah. phase. Once you've gone there, like, yeah, that sounds generally interested. Then you're going to move into yeah. some sort of call to action or uh, request or something, right? So. Yeah. Second phase I was is... going to say, Ryan, I did have a question if, if I can bring it up. Uh-huh. So the thing of it cleaning is most people tend to be with their commercial cleaning companies for five plus, 10 plus years. They don't like to change it because it's too much hassle. And mm -hmm. like last thing I want to do is, you know, shit talk their current provider and be like, oh, this is why we're better and stuff. But like, sure. I, I just feel like there's, there's a lot of pushback already in the call and people are like, nope, not interested. Yeah. Uh, not sure how I can build, like, open that conversation. So, so that's that's everything, by the way. Right? No one wants to change. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like, it's on us to identify. Um, you know, is there is there a conversation to start to build the relationship, and then when the timing's right, it's there. Only three percent of your market's buying at any given time. Okay, so mm. if you if you understand that three percent of a market is buying right now, uh, what would that mean? Well. 3% is one out of 33. Okay, so out of every 33 people you talk to, mathematically, uh, one person might be buying right now. So 
32 out of 33 times, you're going to have people that aren't actually ready to buy. Now, another 7% or so of your market might be open to exploring right now, right? Yeah. So, so if you get buying now and open to it, now maybe you got 10% that's willing to engage in a conversation. That's, that's one out of 10, okay? Um, okay? So nine out of 10 times, you're going to get, no thanks, not interested, not now, not me, some other outcome. That's just a part of the game. But your job is to identify are they the right person? And if at some point in the future is the conversation to be had. So there's no magic bullet here. And the, it's a search, it's a search, a search game. We are making a call. You're going to tell me why I'm calling. And then um, if it's not a fit now, that's fine. You know, let's just follow up, you know, follow up the future. Okay. So let's try that one more time. Let's get yep. into a specific reason. What is the reason for your call um, that might okay. make me interested in, continuing a conversation um and this all come down to what is your objective your objective for this call is to do what what are you uh, trying to do what are you trying book to a meeting like a walkthrough site visit okay that's why you're calling me you yeah. want to see if at yeah. some point we could do a site visit for some reason and why would i care about that why would i um, want, why would i want that uh, we can you know possibly help you guys see if there's anything that can be improved with the cleaning if anything there's we there's we can do better to see if our companies are a good fit because it's like for signing over a contract you want to get to know like how you, how we work and stuff okay so you're trying to see if my my current cleaner who i've been working with for five years doesn't doesn't dust right or something <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, not just that, but like, if their thing is, if they're willing to invite you over for a side visit, that means you know, it's, it's there is some interest. Like, there might be something going wrong. Okay. But obviously, we're not there to pick holes, but like, you know, even if there's something we can't do at the price that the current company does, then we'll just say sorry, it's not for us. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of me, me, me in here, right? Um, <laughs> let's 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 yeah, uh, okay. let, let's try it and see how it goes. All right. So, hey, this is Ryan. Uh, hey Ryan, how's it going? I'm doing well. Uh, do I know you? Who is this? Uh, no, Ryan, it's Omar from Mayfair Cleaning. Uh, we work with Gatehouse Bank just a few doors down. Wanted to speak to you about commercial cleaning if you have a few minutes. I'm busy, man. Uh, mm, you're busy. No, worries. can I? Can we set a time? Maybe sometime you're free, like perhaps next week. It's a five ten minute phone call. Hey, this you, is Ryan. Hey Ryan, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Yeah, pretty well, thank you. <laughs> we'll start again. Hey, this is Ryan. Just... Hey Ryan, how's it going? Uh, I'm okay, man. How can I help you? Uh, hey, um, I'm looking to. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Hey, this is Ryan. <laughs> Hey Ryan, how's it going? I'm doing well, man. Cool. Um, oh, dude. I, All right, let's stop. I keep stumbling my you're, pitch. You're, you're rattled. You're rattled. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I know this isn't easy. Hopefully, the conversation that we had here uh, will help you think about that transition statement. But I think we talked about this last time. You're going to really, really benefit from writing down the exact words, phrases, and sentences that you're going to want to use at each section of your conversation. So some people call it a script. And they think it's a dirty little word. Um, I don't make any calls without literally the words that I'm going to say written out. And I think you'll go, uh, you, you'll really help up level that uh, calling experience if you have those words written out. And then you can start to play with them over time. Right. When I say this, right. um, it's not coming off right. Make it your own. Don't have to sound like a robot, but write down, write down what you want to say. Practice it, rehearse it like you would here. And then when you get I into see. your calls, it's going to be a nice, easy transition from each of the phases. And when someone rattles you a little bit with a little curveball, you're like, oh, no, that's not a problem. You get right back to where you want to go. All right. Good job. Good yeah, job, today, it, brother. Man. We'll, we'll I bring appreciate on the next it, man. I, I appreciate your volunteering and coming on again. Uh, it's not Brilliant. easy. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, who's next you too all right is it naomi yes hi how are you i am doing well naomi uh welcome to the show is this your first time on or have you Absolutely. seen the exercise before 
Nope. First, first time on. I did. I did see something you did a couple weeks ago. Not this exact show, but something similar. Okay. Great. So uh, the exercise is pretty straightforward. What we're trying to do is get a rapid succession of uh, mimicking some live calling scenarios. And so when I say this is Ryan, we're just going to start over from the very top. And I'm going to try to throw a couple different variations of what you might hear in a call to throw you off a little bit. But the intention is for you to get really consistent and confident with your opener. Once we hit that, we'll move into the transition of the next phase of your call. Uh, so we'll go through a uh, a couple of these exercises, we'll stop, give some feedback, and we'll do it again. Sound fair? Beautiful. Amazing. So for those that are listening in right now and to set some context for the call, uh, who's Naomi? What's your role? And then um, your organization, who do you serve? How do you serve them? Uh, and then we'll jump right into the exercise. Okay, sure. So I'm the marketing director of a company that does energy efficiency services for multifamily buildings. And I've, I've been doing some sales development stuff um, kind of on top of my job to um, both fill up our pipeline and um, to sort of see what our sales rep is going through when he does this himself. Amazing. This is awesome. I was literally having a conversation earlier this week uh, with Chet Lovegren. He said, I've had zero marketers ever pick up the phone and make a call. And here you are saying you're doing some sales development work. So this is amazing. Awesome. Uh, so multifamily, you're, you're selling into multifamily buildings for energy efficient services. Uh, and then within the um, these properties, who is your ideal target generally? Is it like a... Um, property manager or like an owner, uh, who's, who's usually the target? Yes. <laughs> uh, so we have three ideal targets, um, who, uh, property managers who might get involved with this stuff. Some do and some don't. Mm -hmm. um, some owners or property managers have someone specifically in charge of energy efficiency. So sometimes it's that person and sometimes it's, um, somebody with an ownership group okay so we do a lot of research we do as much research as we can before calling these companies because they're all different profiles okay so let's just assume we're one of those so i'm an owner of a built a multifamily building for the purpose of the exercise when we'll go over and over and over okay thank Beautiful. you for sharing the background hey this is ryan Hi, Ryan. My name's Naomi. We've never spoken before. Um, I'm hoping you can help me out for a couple minutes. Sure, Naomi. How can I help? Oh, thanks. I'm with Paradigm Energy Services, and I came across your name because we've been working with uh, building owners, um, and I'm not sure I'm in the right place. Uh, would you be the person who deals with energy efficiency in your buildings? Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. My name's Naomi. We've never spoken before. Um, I'm hoping you can help me out. Uh, yeah, it's got to be got to be quick. It'll be super quick. I'm with Paradigm Energy Services. I came across your name because we've been working with building owners. I'm not sure I'm in the right place. Do you, does your company get involved with energy efficiency projects like HVAC and so on? Hey, this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. hey, be quiet, be quiet. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Hi, sorry, I, I know you're busy. My name's Naomi. Uh, we've never spoken before. I know you weren't expecting my call. I'm hoping you can help me out. Hey, be quiet. Uh, so, sorry, what, what was that? What did you say? I, I'm sorry. Um, my name's Naomi. I'm with Paradigm Energy Services. Uh, I came across your name because we've been working with building owners around energy efficiency, and I'm not sure I'm in the right place. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. My name's Naomi. We've never spoken before. I'm hoping you can help me out. What's up? How can I help? Thanks. I'm with Paradigm Energy Services. I came across your name because we've been working with building owners, and I'm not sure I'm in the right place. Right, let's, stop. let's stop here. Sorry. How, how'd that feel? 
Um, you definitely rattled me when when you were, um, you know, getting interrupted by people in the background. <laughs> but it also um, it made me it made me really aware of how useful it is to have a play card with, you know, what like sort of a script. And I actually realized that I have um, I made up my I made up my sheet here, uh -huh. um, you know, with like all the different steps. But in some of them, I have kind of two different alternatives. And I'm thinking it would probably be helpful for me to actually make one for each alternative. So I'm not deciding each time whether to say we've never spoken before or I know you weren't expecting my call. Yeah, it's clear that you have the structure down, which is awesome. And I could see you going back to it and um and when you get rattled, it's nice to know where, hey, I was there, now I'm going here. Um, and uh, it's pretty clear that you've used some of the um, best practices from folks like Josh Braun. There's a little bit of Braunisms in there, uh, and maybe some of the stuff that, uh, that I've even shared before. But that was incredible, uh, especially coming from uh, a marketer <laughs> who is just doing this for the first time. That was, that was really good. Uh, you don't, you've got great tone, great pace. Um, it's pleasant, you know. I, I don't. I doubt there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be super angry with you. And I, I love the. I love the the uh, opener of like. I'm hoping you can help me out because it's like I want to help you. Sure. How can I help? I want to be helpful. So that's really good. And then the transition statement. Um, there was some inconsistent, a little bit of inconsistencies, right? So that's that's the point of having the play card. You. Uh, mm -hmm. But but it was still pretty solid. Like uh, I love the that you're going moving from, okay, I got my permission, but now I just want to confirm I have the right person. Is this even you, right? So confirming target is a great next step before you mm -hmm. even get into the pitch. And what you're doing is you're breaking up the conversation and you're establishing this two-way dialogue. Because when we're cold calling, uh, we are, um, we're not, a lot of people think that we're calling and people are hearing us, but they're not. It's interruptive communication. And so what you're doing nicely here is you're breaking up the pattern and you're getting me uh, to engage with you in each step. And there's not this long drawn out monologue. What a lot of people will do is they'll get the opener. Sure. And then they pitch for like two, three, four minutes. And it's just like so uncomfortable. It's just like, you know, and, and most often what you get at the end of that is, no, nah, I think we're good. Click. Or no, nah, I don't think we're interested. Click. And what you're doing is you're breaking that pattern up nicely. You're confirming target, and by the time we get to the next phase, let's just try to get there in this next this next section. Is um, I'm I'm potentially if I've confirmed, yeah, that's me. Sure, what's up? Now you've got you got your shot, right? And so let's hear how that that section goes. But incredible job, that was that was awesome. Um, Thank you so much. I have been using the, um, you know, I'm hoping you can help me out. You know, based on your advice and and something. I watched a couple of weeks ago and I've got to say it works amazingly. People are so disarmed and, um, you know, you can tell like, even if they don't want to be on the phone, they kind of can't help doing it. So that that's some really solid advice from you that I really appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Well, coming from you, especially because you've got such a, a nice friendly voice. Uh, I think it's a great, it's a great opener for you. Right. You know, I'm hoping you can help me out. There's not going to be that many people that are going to be like, nah, I don't think so. It's just, it's just pleasant. You know, we don't get a lot of calls like that. So kudos to you on that. So, hey, this is Ryan. Oh, hi, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my name's Naomi. We've never spoken before. I'm hoping you can help me out. Uh, sure. What's up? Um, so I'm with Paradigm Energy Services, and I came across your name because we've been working with building owners I'm not sure I'm in the right place. Are you the person who would be dealing with energy efficiency in your buildings? Um, I th yeah, I think that's me. Energy, okay. Energy efficiencies. What 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 do you do? Um, so things like HVAC retrofits, lighting mm. upgrades, and so on. Have you ever worked with any of the incentive programs that help pay for those upgrades? Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan, my name's Naomi. We've never spoken before. I'm hoping you can help me out. Yeah, you got a minute. What's up? Oh, great. Uh, thanks. I'm with Paradigm Energy Services. 
I came across your name because we've been working with building owners in the area. I'm not sure I'm in the right place. Does your company get involved with energy efficiency projects like HVAC upgrades and so on? Um, I think we just did that the other day. Oh, you just did that. Okay. Oh, interesting. Well, I will get out of your hair then, but I really appreciate your taking my call and, and being so nice. Hey, this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. My name's Naomi. We've never spoken before. I'm hoping you can help me out. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, we, we haven't spoken before. What's up? Oh, thanks. I'm with Paradigm Energy Services. Hey! I sorry. Can't... Sorry. Oh, I got... Wait, oh sorry. sure. I'm no. Not, yeah, yeah. Quiet, I know please. you're busy. No. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. What's up? Sorry, Naomi. No, that's okay, Ryan. I, I can appreciate you're busy, and I'm only going to take another 25 seconds of your time or so. Um, I'm with Paradigm Energy Services, and um, do you guys ever deal with energy efficiency projects in your building, like HVAC upgrades and so on? Uh, yeah. Oh, Thanks. good. Um, that's great. Uh, if you don't mind my asking, do you have have you ever worked with any of the incentive programs that help pay for those? All right, let's stop. Uh, how'd that feel? The transition piece. Um, a little bit rougher, which makes sense because uh, you know I've had less practice with it because sometimes you know you get a voicemail and all that, or you get a receptionist or whatever. But um, the practicing definitely helps. So as an exercise, especially if you're working with your um, SDR that, that's making the calls alongside you, the purpose of this type of environment is you can start with the opener, right? So once we get the first person on the phone, we're really comfortable. And then let's go in there and let's see how that transition starts to happen. Once the transition starts to happen, we can actually field real results just like we're doing right now. I'm not sure what people say. Sometimes they're busy, they're, you know, whatever, I, I already... Like the one that already did the, uh, we just did that. Um, like, what do we, what would he say next? What would we say when we get rattled? So our, our intention was to go here. What might we say here? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, do you know what program? Like, whatever you're gonna do, you can start to insert that into your playbook and rehearse it a couple times. Um, mm -hmm. And you don't have to start all the way back from the beginning with the intro. You can actually start with role playing. And let's do this a couple of these now, where instead of me getting to the intro, I just say, yeah, what's up? Or uh, so every time I say, yeah, what's up? We'll start back over here and you can restart that question or um, the statement of the or the section that you're in um, so that you could rehearse it three, four, five times and then go back to calling. So this is meant to be a live role exercise where you identify an area inside of a call that just happened. Talk about it a little bit, rehearse it a couple times and then get back on the phones. Um, and what this will do is we'll up level the confidence of the caller. Uh, they'll feel comfortable the next time it comes up to be prepared for if they say this, then we might say that. Um, so let's try that a couple times and then we'll bring on the next guest. So I'm not going to start from the beginning. I'm just going to start with what's up. So we'll just assume that we just did the permission-based opener and you can make that transition statement. Okay. Got it. Yeah. What's up? So would you be the person who deals with energy efficiency in your buildings like HVAC upgrades and so on? Uh, HV, HVAC? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, heating, ventilation. Yeah, yeah, I deal with that from time to time. Oh, great. Um, that, that's good. So if you don't mind me asking, how do you handle getting these projects paid for? Have you ever used any of the utility incentive programs? Hey, what's up? Hi, um, would you be the person who deals with energy efficiency in your buildings, like HVAC retrofits and lighting upgrades? Oh yeah, I deal with all that stuff. Oh good, if you don't mind me asking, how do you handle getting incentives for these projects? Do you work with the utility programs directly? What's up? Would you be the person who deals with energy efficiency in your buildings, like HVAC retrofits and lighting upgrades? Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, good. Uh, that's great. Uh, so how do you handle getting incentives for these projects? Perfect. We'll stop here. How's it feel? Yeah, it's starting to feel better. I'm, I'm feeling um, each time I say it, I'm I'm 
cutting out some of the script and I'm also trying the the more I go through it, the more I feel like I can be responsive to your tone. So, you know, it's really important to try to figure out where the person is at and like shorten your shorten your thing if they sound really busy or change your pacing to slow them down if you think you can get away with it. Love it. No, you're definitely adopting. And the thing that is great about your approach is that, again, your, your, tone, in, your tone and pace is very friendly. Um, when you're talking with people, I'm not sure what the audience generally responses to these things, but most people aren't as mean as they might feel like we might think when we're cold calling a lot more people are, are generally wanting to be helpful and, you know, they're busy people from time to time. But again, if you're calling with something that might serve them and you've done a good job, like you said, ahead of time of researching buildings that could benefit from these programs you have then you could come in with the confidence that, hey, I'm here to help you. And if I can't, no problem. And that was clear even when when the statement came up with like, I think we just did that. Oh, that's no problem. I'll get out of your hair. You might want to challenge back on that a little bit. Like, oh, well, what did you, What not challenge back, but like get some more clarity on that before killing the call. But but the point of it is you're not so thirsty. You don't have commission breath. You're like, hey, I'm here to help. And that's great. Um, I think if you, if you, um, uh, continue down this path here and you get some real live data, um, what you'll start to do is measure where that drop off is happening in the call. And are you getting to where you need to be? Um, and uh, if there's drop off and you're consistent with the message, then you can come in and start to hone. Well, is it the what we're saying or is it who we're targeting? We only really have three levers at the top of the funnel. Target, so our list, message, what we're saying, and then rep, who we are, who we be right? Our tone, this pacing, the stuff that you're talking about. And it's clear yeah. you have all those things locked in. So amazing job. Uh, this was a really a great session. Uh, good job today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for being a, a volunteer on the show. Absolutely. So who do we got next? Do we have any more volunteers today? Here we go. Seth, what's How up? How you doing, brother? Ryan? Not much. Can you hear me all right? I can. How you be today? Ah, uh, not much, not much. You know, I, I actually had yesterday off, so I'm uh, feeling recharged today and yep. uh, ready, ready to go. Fantastic. Well, so for the audience, uh, who is Seth? Uh, what's your role? Who do you serve? How do you serve them? And we'll get right into the exercise today. So I'm Seth Murray. I'm a sales development rep over at Cognizant. Uh, what we're doing over here is supplying mobile phone numbers uh, to business leaders, such as business development managers themselves, uh, sales leaders, uh, revenue leaders, uh, basically just getting them the access to mobile phone numbers. As we all know, people are working from home. So to get these decision makers on the phone, that's been uh, best, the best way to do it is the mobile. So that's what we're doing and I'm having a good time doing it. Amazing. So who uh, is your general target uh, when you're making your calls today? Um, uh, Industry-wise or title-wise? Yeah, let's, let's just assess some context for the, the, the practice we're going to have today. Um, who are we going to be targeting? Like, uh, is there a specific industry and a title that you'd be going after? Uh, we'll say the business development manager um, for a software company. Just keep it okay. simple. Software companies. Business development manager. Fantastic. So uh, we'll get right into it. Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How are you doing today? Um, okay, man. What's up? Do I know you? Good. I, I, no, I, I'm, I'm actually calling you for the first time. My name's Seth Murray. I'm calling from my company, Cognizant, and I can't appreciate that I'm catching you out of the blue here. Uh, but you got 20 seconds, so I can explain why I'm calling. Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. This is Seth Murray giving you a call from Cognizant. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm okay. What's up, Seth? How can I help? That's good to hear. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm really just looking for 20 seconds if you got it. So I can explain my call a little further. Yes. What's up? Appreciate it. Uh, so my company Cognizant, like I said, we're working with business development managers, quite like yourself, just to provide uh, validated mobile contact data for your prospects. You know, with people working from home more than ever, sales leaders are noticing a drop off in their connections and gaps in their current mobile coverage. So my question for you, Ryan, really is, you know, what are your sales teams doing when they don't have contact data for their most important leads? Hey, this is Ryan. 
Hey, Ryan, this is Seth Murray giving you a call from Cognizant. How are you doing today? Uh, I've been better, man. Just, oh, uh, just, just had to lay off a couple of my reps. Uh, that's that's tough to hear. I, I know as a, as a rep myself and uh, seeing how, how much my manager cares, I can, I can you know assume that's probably tough on you. So, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. But, uh, you know, like I said, I am a rep uh, and I can appreciate you're going through something right now, but you got 20 seconds. So I explained my call a little further. Hey, this is Ryan. <laughs> hey, Ryan, this is Seth Murray giving you a call from Cognizant. How are you doing today? I'm okay. What's up, Seth? Do I know you? No, not much. Hey, no, I'm, be I'm quiet. Actually... Sorry, oh. Seth. Sorry. Uh, oh, no. I just got, just got something. Hey, I'm on the phone. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that. Hey, leave your sister alone. What's up, man? Yeah, you, know, you you on babysitting duties this week? I, I know it's the summertime here. Yeah, they're back to school next week. How can I help you, Seth? Uh, yeah, no. So uh, we're working with business development managers like yourself, actually, you know, to provide validated mobile contact data for your prospects. You know, just because people working from home, sales leaders are noticing a drop off in their connections and gaps in their current mobile coverage. So honestly, I, I had a question for you, if you didn't mind. Yeah, how can I help? You know, what are you or your reps doing when they don't have the contact data available for, say, you know, their most important leads? Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan, this is Seth Murray giving you a call from Cognizant. How are you doing today? <clears throat> Cognizant? Come on, man. I told you guys to stop calling. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, uh, you know, I, I saw that your profile, you said you love, you know, you love picking up the phone and dialing. And, uh, you know, that's ultimately why I'm reaching out. I picked it up trying to... Uh, See if I have what it takes. But uh, you got 20 seconds, so I go a little bit further into it. Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. This is Seth Murray giving you a call from Cognizant. How are you doing today? All right, let's stop. How's that feel? That uh, first section of his so far. Uh, feels good. Um, obviously, you never know what someone's going to say when they actually pick up the phone. Yep. Um, but... Yeah, I, I felt comfortable there. Um, just, you know, pivoting, you know, sometimes I, a little bit wordy there. Um, trying to, like, claw my way out of, like, a hole I dug just so I could get, like, to the next part. But, um, I don't know, it didn't, didn't feel overly horrible, so. Yeah, what's great is your consistency is there. You know, you, you basically have, hey, hey, Ryan, this is uh, Seth. How are you doing today? Hey Ryan, this is Seth. How are you doing today? Hey Ryan, this is Ryan. Hey Ryan, this is Seth. How are you doing today? That's great, right? Uh, and your tone and pace is consistent. You you sound like cool hand Luke, cool, calm, collected. How's it going? You know, it's it's a nice, confident pace and tone to get into a conversation. Uh, the the curveballs that are coming in, you're doing a good job of of fielding them um, for the most part. Uh, but like the part when I said, um, you know, I just laid some people off and then you transition back through or some of these other ones, uh, it's, it's clear that you know that you want to get to the section. Sometimes it's okay to, um, you know, be a little bit more conversational before you go back into the section. Sometimes, not always, but uh, uh, being a little bit respectful for certain things. Like if I just, lay, if I just laid off my team, am I, am I really going to be in the mood to buy anything right now? Probably not. I don't know. You could use some situational awareness. Obviously, this is just a role practice, but just using some situational awareness of like sometimes time is just terrible. And when you hear stuff like that, it's okay from time to time to be like, oh my God, sometimes it's the worst possible time. I'm going to let you get back to it, man. Um, uh, you know, have a, hopefully today gets better. There's no point of like necessarily taking that connect. You're not going to go anywhere, likely. I don't know. Um, but just situational awareness, and I just threw that one at you. It's, just, it's a role play, but just be aware of it. Um, but other than that, your transition is phenomenal. Uh, you clearly understand that you you have a section that you're trying to get to, and um, and you've gotten it. It's consistent, right? Each time you're going right into that reason for the call is with working from home. You've got the gaps, etc. So so great job there. Um, situational awareness is the only thing that I would I would bring up on that transition period when there's a curveball from time to time. Um, sometimes it's not a good time to talk, right? And that's okay. Yeah. You know, just because they picked up doesn't mean that they thought it was a salesperson calling, um, regardless of what some of the gurus would tell you. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I save I it for another, yeah. another day. Um, all right. So let's try again. We'll, we'll focus on the transition period and then, um, and then this show is flying by today. So we'll open it up for, uh, uh 
maybe one more guest if we have them. If not, the open Q&A. So, hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. This is Seth Murray giving you a call from Cognizant. How are you doing today? I am um, doing pretty good. I'm feeling a little sick. Coming back from a fever. But uh, what's up, man? Oh, that's that's tough to hear. I, uh, you know, I hope I hope you get over that. You just feeling cold symptoms, or you just, you know, just total yeah. grogginess. Yeah, just uh, some chills and stuff. Not, not, not great. But I'm back at it today. Um, how yeah. can I help you, Seth? Uh, do I know you? Gotcha. No, no. But you know, like the weekend coming up, you got something to look forward to feeling better. But uh, so, anyways, you know, you don't know me. Totally caught you out of the blue, Ryan. But uh, you got you got 20 seconds. I could go a little bit further into why I'm calling. Sure. How can I help? So Cognizant, like I said, we're working with business development managers like yourself uh, to provide validated mobile contact data for your prospects. You know, people working from home more than ever, uh, sales leaders are noticing a drop off in their connections as well as gaps in their current mobile coverage. So, you know, let me ask you a quick question, if you don't mind. You know, what are, you, what are your reps doing when they don't have uh, contact data for their most important leads? Uh, so this 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 transition this time, uh, Seth. I'm just gonna start over with what's up, so you don't have to do the intro anymore. So let's keep let's, okay. let's work on something. Okay. So hey, yeah, what's up? What's up? How can I help? Yeah. So reason for the call. Uh, my company Cognizant. We're working with business development leaders like yourself uh, to provide validated mobile contact data for your prospects. You know, with people working from home. Uh, yeah, uh, more mo than mobile. Ever. We don't call mobiles, man. Oh no. Uh, why why is that? What's up? How can I help? Hey, Ryan, uh, like I said, my company, Cognizant, we're working with uh, business development leaders like yourself to provide validated mobile contact data for your Ooh, prospects. Validated mobile data. How's that work? Yeah. Um, so like when people working from home, uh, you know, sales leaders are noticing a drop off in their connections as well as gaps in their current coverage. So what we do over here at Cognizant, uh, we provide the validated mobile contact data uh, for specific prospects. So ultimately your reps are getting more people on the phone, having more conversations each day. Um, what's are, up? Are you guys... Yeah. What's up? How can I help? Re reason for the call, Ryan, so it's my company Cognizant. Like I said, uh, we're working with sales Cognizant. leaders like yourself. Have yeah. Cognizant. No, I uh, totally caught you out of the blue, but you know, I, I saw in your profile, you're a big fan of cold calls. So uh, oh, yeah. here I am Love just it, man. looking, looking to see if I have what it takes. <laughs> okay, what's up? Go. Yeah, so we're we're working with business development leaders like yourself to provide validated mobile contact data for your prospects. Mm -hmm. uh, just because people working from home and on the go more than ever, sales leaders are noticing a drop off in their connections as well as gaps in their current mobile coverage. Yep. So Ryan, let me ask you if you don't mind. You know, what are your, what are your reps doing uh, if they don't have the contact data for their most important leads? What's up, man? How can I help? You got 30 seconds. You said 27. Yeah, 30 seconds. I'll give you 30. All right. Perfect. I'll keep it quick. But like I said, my company Cognizant, we're working with business development leaders like yourself to provide validated mobile contact data for your prospects. All right. Let's stop. Let's stop there. How'd that feel? I felt good. I, I never, obviously never like when someone's like adhering to the 20 seconds or, you know, gives you a, a time frame because... Uh, even though I, I feel like I could definitely get it out in that time, um, I don't know, just the added pressure definitely uh, I don't know, makes it a little bit more adventurous. Okay. Well, you're doing a phenomenal job of like I threw a couple curveballs again, but you just go right back to your talk track. You go right back to your talk track. It's clear that it's written down. It's rehearsed. It's practice. Like, you know where you're going with the call. It's phenomenal mm -hmm. job, man. That's awesome. Uh, if you're feeling that as a pressure statement, then you might want to eliminate asking for a specific number of seconds, right? Because that is mm -hmm. something you ask, like, hey, you got 20 something, you got 20 seconds, I can explain it. If you don't like when I'm like, yeah, you got 30, then don't ask that question, right? You're giving, you're setting yourself up for, uh, use a different one. Like Naomi used the one, hey, I was hoping you could help me out for a moment. Now all mm -hmm. of a sudden there is no, if they say yes, great, you didn't put yourself on a clock. Um, you know, so, so, so that's one thing to think about if, if that comes up often where you feel pressure, but your transition, and your ability to duck and weave, um, and also your coaching from the beginning around a little bit of the sympathy, dude, you just you nailed it. It was a phenomenal job. Uh, your pace, your tone, everything is is solid here, man. How have calls been going? I know, I know, uh, I know. We had our workshop and stuff like that. How have things been going uh, since uh, since doing this uh, the big 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 call blitz? Yeah. So I mean, things July was obviously up and down. Um, but you know, I, I actually did miss my number by one, which was, Oh tough, but, no! 
but you know, for set up a good comeback because I actually hit quota the first week of the month here. So um looking to, you know, really take advantage of, you know, stacking the meetings up here. So it's been going really well. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for jumping in on the show today. Uh, I mean, really, really good job. Like, uh, keep up the great work, and uh, um, thanks again for being a, a victim. I mean, a volunteer for the show. <laughs> Always. Thank you again, Ryan. Appreciate it. Cheers. Have a good one. Yeah. Good job. All right. So we're gonna open it up for Q and A. Fifteen minutes or so left in the show. Um, one of the key things that I've seen here on the chats was around data. Um, I get this question quite a bit about. Um, you know what to expect from a success uh, of a of an outbound campaign, and keep in mind that if you're converting one out of ten of your cold calls, these are true cold calls. You're doing pretty well. You're getting pretty much everybody who's buying now and open to a discussion. And so, if you're firing off calls, uh, converting one out of ten, that's not a bad thing. It's right where you need to be. Um, and if you can get away from worrying about the other nines being no's, and you keep up that uh approach um one out of ten is a good number to reach for so here's a first question coming in from janelle how are you finding this number online how do you know who you're talking to the right person at the company perhaps ask if it if they're the right person you're speaking reading off off spec integrity or something like that i'm no expert but just an idea how are you finding this number okay so if you're if you're asking how are you finding contact information, um, obviously there's uh, premium databases like Cognizant <laughs> that you could use. But if you don't have access to premium databases like Cognizant, uh, web research is a great place to go to. Um, if your audience is on LinkedIn, uh, believe it or not, if you check their profile, a lot of people will put numbers inside their contact info. So if you're a connection, you can get their contact information. Uh, if you're not, Sometimes they have it in their summary. Click in to their summary page. Some people post their contact information right there. Um, other than that, uh, tools are going to go a long way, right? So uh, uh, purchasing the contact information uh, from a tool that, that actually um, has plugins off of like LinkedIn if your data is there or websites um, where they're looking at the website domain to find contacts that way. Um, there's lots of ways to find phone numbers. And then the other thing that I highly recommend here is once you have a name and you have a phone number is do not hesitate to try all the phone numbers that you can find for companies. Uh, there's a lot of gold by calling and going through the actual call trees or uh, operators. Uh, when you call in, you can ask for more direct numbers from operators, uh, uh, customer service lines. Sometimes you can get people's phone numbers that way. Um, if you have a very high value target, being a um, sleuth and um, doing everything you can to try to find a phone number by talking to people at the company um, with a name, it'll go a long way. If you just have a title, it's a little bit more difficult, but that's, believe it or not, how I used to have to build all my lists. Uh, 15 years ago, we weren't blessed with uh, all these premium data tools like Cognizant and even LinkedIn was not really a thing. You would have to call a website and ask who's in charge of a specific program, get a name, get a number, build your database, and follow up. So hopefully those tips are, are helpful. Um, but uh, do everything you can to find a phone number. Make sure to call those numbers. And when you're calling those numbers, uh, document pass, go all the way through to voicemails. And voicemails, you can find mobile numbers these days. A lot of times people say, hey, I'm busy. You could reach me on my mobile number, uh, things like that. So do what you can to build those, that database up. On the situations where you had distractions, would you, would the right move be? Now sounds like a bad time. Do you have you want to five next week? That's a great. It's it's a it's a great question. So um, what Justin Middleton and I do a lot in our live show is if we hear a distraction, um, we will call it out uh, in the middle of our opener. For example, if someone's driving and we can hear it, you know, maybe like there's a blinker or. Uh, there's a screaming baby, we hear it, or there's they're at a coffee shop or something. If if you can hear the noise, just call it out ahead of time. So it sounds something like, you know, hey, this is uh, Ryan with uh, phone ready leads. Uh, sounds like I'm at a Kachi in the middle of something. Or hey, this is Ryan with Cognizant. It sounds like I caught you driving. Um, you know, so you can actually call that out ahead of time. 
and um, see how they respond. If you're hearing the urgency in their voice and say, that's not a problem, I actually don't even ask to, to book a time to call back. I just say, we'll just call you back. There's a really interesting behavior with phone. And this is something that a lot of you might not recognize because you're calling um, data cold and your connect rate's probably sitting at like three to 5%, meaning you have to call and you have to call 20 to 30 people on average before you get one person to pick up. Um, now, once you get someone to pick up, those people tend to pick up again and again and again, and their connect rate actually won't be three or 5%. It'll be something like 20 or 30%. Or said differently, you can get them on the phone every three to five dials. And so if someone's super busy and you caught them, it's not a big deal to exit the call and just try them back later. And then when you try them back later, document the time. And you can say, you know, hey, I, Chris, I caught you on a Thursday around, uh, it was like 8.50 in the morning. It sounded like it was the worst possible time. Do you mind if I take a minute to explain why I was reaching out and you can let me know if it's relevant or not? Having that intro on that follow-up is super powerful because you're referencing the previous conversation. They might even remember you're the only person who ever respected it, hung up, and then called back. And because of that, you, you have a much higher chance of getting uh, further along in the conversation and getting to what we like to call the completion. So um, call it out, uh, be respectful of it, and then um, you certainly can ask if it, if it seems reasonable, but there's a lot of times where like it's – I'm talking like really like a screaming baby or something like that. It's like, dude, there's no point of continuing to keep those people. I just cut the call and call back. So it depends if they have high situational awareness, but I always like those little micro commitments. Hey, is there, maybe I can call you back tomorrow. Just put five minutes in the calendar. Even sending that invite's a good idea. Sometimes they accept and you, you got, you got a scheduled, uh, a scheduled follow-up call. I won't call that a meeting, but at least you got an opportunity to go and explain exactly why you're calling. A uh, good question. What's the best reaction to hearing there's background commotion? Yeah, so I think we just talked about this one, right? So uh, if you're hearing background commotion, I actually, I actually call it out, right? I like to call it out, and then, um, you know, I I'm not desperate when I'm calling. I know if you pick up, you tend to pick up again, and so I have no problem basically saying, hey, let me call you back when when I catch you at a little bit of a better time. There's been zero opportunities that I can think of in my entire career. And Justin Middleton and I, again, cold call, we, we have been, the show's on pause right now for a couple of weeks, but pretty much every single day we're on making cold calls. We do this live and there's always commotion uh, from time to time. Like there's people that are busy, et cetera. Every single time we continue through and pitch, the pitch ends in something like, yeah, I don't think I'd be interested. Uh, I'm busy right now. No, thanks. Every single time. Um, there's been next to zero, zero, I would say 0% chances where someone's super busy, lots of commotion where that call is going to end in anything other than you, yo, I'm busy right now. If there's a level of interest, they'll ask you to call back. You're not going to get much more than that anyway. And so why not just call back later? Uh, that's what I have discovered is the best practice here. And again, referencing that call in the follow-up you can explain using that commotion as uh, a part of your opener hey i called you the other day it sounded like i caught you in the middle of breakfast i caught you driving i caught you with your baby you know crying in the background whatever um want to see if now is a better time to explain why i was calling that's going to get you further along in the completion and it's not going to change the outcome uh, i would actually err on the side of coming back another day people who pick up will pick up again uh, versus trying to pitch where you have next to 0% chance of that going anywhere besides, no, I don't think I'm interested because they're not hearing you. There's too much going on. And the point of the call is to try to get a scheduled next interaction at a later date anyway, with the intention that you get through to a completion. The completion means they hear you. And if there's commotion, there's a very, very, very slim chance that that commotion is going to lead to them hearing anything you have to say. That's just my take on it. Next question. Uh, yeah, so so around voicemails, I'm, I'm going to answer this. And so the length, I think 30 seconds or less is great. Um, but uh, here's the thing about voicemail. Uh, unless it's somebody that 
already knows you, uh, there's a reason for a callback. Like, you know, you're following up on an inbound demo request or you're following up on a previous sales conversation where there's relevance. Unless some of those things have already happened in the past, I actually do not recommend leaving voicemails. Um, people who pick up the phone tend to pick up the phone and people who don't, don't. Voicemail callbacks uh, tend to happen with people who like to use the phone. Even if you, so if you call people and you just don't even leave a voicemail, you'll get callbacks. And what I found is that you actually get um, a negative, uh, you actually get a negative outcome if you're leaving voicemails in terms of your likelihood of getting somebody on the phone that may have otherwise. What I mean by that is um, I have data that shows from a campaign I ran last year with a phone burner where their system automatically drops voicemails and you can send emails uh, for cold data. Uh, I used to think that was a really good idea. So I would call, drop a voicemail, send a voicemail, uh, send an email. And I saw my connect rates for phone ready leads, which are people who pick up, already know they pick up, actually go to zero on a, on a campaign with people where I was calling, leaving a voicemail, send an email. My hypothesis is that those leads saw the voicemail, saw the email, decided that it wasn't relevant and, and you know, might, might have blocked the number I was calling. I eliminated the voicemail from the process and the connect rate went back up. So uh, using a new number. Uh, so you actually hurt your chances of getting a conversation started by leaving a voicemail. I wouldn't recommend leaving a voicemail uh, on a cold call. Uh, so that's uh, answering a different question here. But uh, for voicemails, um, when it comes to length, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, I mean, just, it's probably a good idea. Um, but the reality is I would use that as a mechanism on a follow-up, uh, not on a cold call, uh, length isn't so much, uh, as, a, as important as, uh, the, the actual substance of it. And what I found to work best is on my voicemails for follow-ups is basically just saying, Hey, sorry, I missed you. I'm going to either send you a text or an email as well. Uh, and now I can actually get my message out uh, in the text or the email after the call. Adam Robertson. Hey, Ryan, quick one. We're trying to uncover if they have any pains from a list of multiple pain points. What are your favorite ways to uncover pain points before jumping into the pitch? How can you overcome their reluctance to tell a complete stranger what problems they are currently facing with such a short time period? Well, that's a great question. So for me, Adam, um, if you're doing this list of pain points, it's kind of like the Sandler method, I'd imagine. So you might be saying something like, hey, we're reaching out to insert persona. And generally, when we speak with these folks, they tell us they have problems like X, Y, Z. Let me stop there. Do any of those resonate? You might be using that framework. Uh, that's a decent, that's a decent uh, framework uh, to try to uncover, um, you know, is there something on a list of pains that they might be facing that's relevant? Um, what I found is that that works if you really, if you have the right approach. Um, it's a pretty skilled call. Um, what I like to do instead is is try to assume, based on what I can know about them, uh, one or two of those pains. Uh, and with that assumption, um, uh, you get a little bit further along into the conversation. So that framework looks like something like, you know how people like you suffer from a b and c uh, and then that results in you know this negative experience well with us we do it in this way and this way which results in this outcome uh does that sound like it'd be relevant or on my way off base or something like that so that framework tends to um to re result in a little bit of a better uh conversion rate because on a cold call to your point people aren't gonna they're not sitting around uh waiting for you to call them and ask them uh, ask, ask, they're not sitting around waiting for you to, to tell you what their problem is. They're, they, they have problems and they're trying to solve them. So it's better if you could come in with, Hey, I know you, I know you have these problems and by knowing me, you can now serve me. Right? So if you can transition that statement away from trying to get them to tell you something and more of a, 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 a assumption based, or, you know, how you have course, I, I feel that. Um, I tend to like that framework. It works a little bit better, but both both use cases can work out. Hopefully that answers that question. I think we are up on the hour here. Thank you all for tuning in on the show today. 
uh, really appreciate the guests coming in. Amazing job with those who volunteered. And um, we are going to be rolling out this show. Uh, this format of the show is going to happen uh, one X a month, one time a month. So if uh, you want to be a volunteer, you've been listening in, make sure to reach out to Tim Hughes on the team uh, to get signed up to be a, uh, a volunteer uh, for the next show, which will happen, I think, around this day, the second week of, of uh, every month. Um, and then we're also going to roll out another format where if there's any volunteers um, to actually look at your, 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 your script and we're going to share the script, we're going to break down the script live. Uh, so instead of actually doing the role practice, we'll actually look at the phraseology and talk through uh, the format. So if you're a if you want to volunteer uh, to submit some scripts for the the next show, uh, that there, there's going to be the stop, start, repeat once a month, and then a script review once a month. Every other week, we're going to bring those in. So if you want to volunteer and submit your messaging for a live uh, script review, uh, reach out to the team as well, and we'll get you set up for the next show. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in today. Uh, excited to have you around and hopefully all uh, got some value from this.